0: Good morning, I want to welcome you today on this Friday morning to Golden Nuggets Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we're going to be talking about Elisha's fasting 40 days, unlike uh, Moses' uh, 40 days twice uh, up in the mountain. Uh, His fast actually has some particular distinctions that we want to look at and identify So if we were to go to the book of 1 Kings chapter 19 from verse 1 all the way to verse 8, we have the situation that caused or that arose, uh, which caused him to flee and in turn having to fast uh, to where he was going. So I'm going to start reading in verse 5 after he had been threatened by Jezebel that he was going to be killed and leaving his servant behind. He's going to go into the wilderness. Now, here's the difference Elijah told his servant to stay behind, whereas Joshua followed Moses, but not up into the top of the mountain, but at least to the base area where he was separated uh, from the people that were down at the camp, but at the same time he was separated from Moses, which was up above. Now, As we begin to read, he he fled in fear of what Jezebel had said. And we find him now tired, having traveled quite a ways. And he finds himself in verse 5 of chapter 19. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Now, here's some very particular things that we're going to notice that are going to be very different in this fast that he does. He is going to need super, he's going to need extra superfood energy into his physical body to travel a journey that is beyond his capability for him to do it on his own. Also, we're going to be introduced to to the thought of touch. The importance of being touched, touching heaven, being touched by heaven, touching somebody's life. And we're going to see this both in the life of Jesus and how it uh, pertains here to Elijah on his 40 days fasting. So the angel touches him and says, you know, get up and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake, baconed on the coals. And a cruise of water at his head, and he did eat and drink and laid him down again. Now stop and think about this man. The angel literally brought him in a cruise, water, put it on in front of his head so he could be able to reach it and drink. And built a fire and had a cake cooking on it. It doesn't tell us where this cake came from or where the water came from or where the cruise came from. But supernatural provision was provided for this fast. Now, we find in verse number 7 that this is taking place during that time. And it says, And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him. I mean, it's one thing to be touched once, but to be touched again? Wow. It says, And said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. Now, those are some words that just jump out of the scripture, out of the Bible. The angel knowing that this was going to be too great for him, especially in the condition that he was in, uh, to be able to travel. So, the supernatural food, and that's the only thing I can think of, his body was going to be able to, sustain itself from that food and from that water. Unlike Moses, with no food and no water that was sustained up there. And as far as Joshua being there, uh, when Moses went up to the mountain, we're not told how he was sustained, whether he took food with him or he took plenty of water. We're, We're not told, but he had to spend 40 days fasting, at minimum, waiting for Moses to come down off that mountain. So, as we continue reading, it says in chapter uh, 19, verse 8, and he arose and he did eat and drink. So, this is the second time that he has eaten and drunk of what was placed before him. And he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights unto Urb, the Mount of God. What a mission! What a mission that he had. So, here's the importance of something we want to notice. Could it be very possible that when the angel touched him two times, that there was a transference into his physical, natural body that was also going to strengthen him? Now, let's look at some case scenarios. In Matthew 8, 3, Jesus put forth his hand and he touched him. We're talking about a leopard saying, I will be thou clean, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. We find in Matthew 8:15 uh, Peter's uh mother-in-law, and he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. In Matthew 9:20, And behold, there was a diseased woman or there was a woman with a disease of an issue of blood for 12 years. She came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Remember what I mentioned earlier, the power of touch or the ministering or the ministry of the laying on of hands. And then we have in uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 29 on uh, a blind man. It says, and he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 17, 7, where the disciples had had the vision of seeing Moses and Elijah, and also Jesus being transfigured or transformed before them. The scripture says that as the vision, as as they put their heads down and, and the cloud overshadowed them and left, and it says, and Jesus came and touched them and said, arise and be not afraid. So there's something about being touched and arising to do something. But at the same time, fear is dispelled when that touch comes into your life. Being touched by heaven and touching heaven itself. It works both ways. And then we have in Matthew 20, verse 34, Jesus had compassion on them. This was two blind men. And he touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received eyesight, and they followed him. Once again, food for thought and for the imagination. What did the touching of that angel, touching Elijah twice, have to do with his 40-day fast and the journey which the angel himself said, It's too great for you. Hmm. Consider it. Food for thought and for the imagination. Once again, this has been on our study on the altar, golden altar of incense, as we have been studying prayer and fasting combined together. Another thing you might take along with you on this journey is as he walked to where he was going those 40 days and 40 nights, how did he manage to pray and be before God at the same time? while taking his journey. Consider that food for thought and for the imagination. Till we meet again on Saturday morning, may your day be enriched and overflow with the peace, love, and grace, and mercy of our God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.